I'm Mike. I'm Italian, but if you think that defines me, you can forget about it. And I'm Justin. And I didn't come here to make friends. I came here to have a relationship that'll just keep on going on and on for years and years. And we're going to keep on texting each other drunk every every six months and going, what are we doing with ourselves? Why am I doing this? Who is this person to me? I don't know you. And I did not come here to make friends. And this is Shit My, my girlfriend, girlfriend Makes Me Watch. And welcome back to another episode of Shit My Girlfriend Makes Me Watch. My name is Mike Coscarelli. And I'm Justin Perez. And we're both gay. Hey! No, kidding. We're not, but uh, pretty cool. Not kidding. Uh, this is uh, the podcast where your two boyfriends uh, sitting on the couch watching reality TV with you, usually not having a great time. I'm never happy. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Period. It's got of nothing statement. to do with. Yeah. All right. Just in general. Uh, a few housekeeping things before we start this thing off. Follow us on social media. I'm at Mike Coscarelli. On all social pl- platforms, Justin. I'm at the Fart Box on Instagram and at Justin Perez on, Inst- on uh, Twitter. And please, I'm getting to that sweet, sweet 2,500 mark on Instagram. Please join me. Nice. <laughs> I'll tell you, man. That's 2, when the money starts rolling in. It feels nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Justin, you and I, we've got a bit of a problem. Yes. Uh, if I go over and look at our... Uh, page for shit my girlfriend makes me watch yes uh we don't have nearly enough reviews <laughs> no we don't and that's a problem for me uh i can't look at our 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 podcast page and see 56 ratings that's like nothing yeah that's, that's like zero ratings that's essentially nothing and as somebody who has already bothered everyone in my family to leave a rating and by leave a rating i mean i took my their phone out of their hands yeah and then i left a rating yeah so all my favors are done. Right. And so we ask you, our humble 7 million listeners, to yeah. just leave a nice little review. Leave a five-star review. If you're not going to leave a five-star review, then don't. We don't even. Need, listen, we <laughs> need. <laughs> don't even do anything. We need the reviews, folks. We yeah. need the visibility. Yeah. iTunes, the way their fucking algorithm works. <laughs> it can, it's not enough to just have downloads. No, no. We need to have We're in the your seven reviews. millions ready. It's it's Mark Marin and then us and then us. But uh, it it doesn't really work out that the way. The Daily Toast. We're y- beating them. Yep. Yep. Uh, guys, we fucked more listeners than guys we fucked. Guys, we who? I never heard of it. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Gay. <laughs> Bald. We're, <laughs> we're number one. Okay. Yes, we are number one right now. But the reviews, reviews don't reflect it's that. the one thing holding us back. So go over to iTunes. It's on your your podcast app. Okay, on your phone. Go to the podcast app. Look up shit my girlfriend makes me watch, which you might already be listening. You're probably listening. Well, you're listening to it already. <laughs> if <laughs> this go- desperate pandering hasn't turned you off, <laughs> you're still listening to it right now. Go over to our, our, uh, our, just search our podcast on the podcast app and leave a five-star review. And, and if it's good enough, we'll read it on air. And you don't even have to say, uh, like, if you leave a comment in the review, it doesn't have to be long. You can just say, yup. Yeah, that's fine. If you just say, yup, I know you're one of the people leaving a review based off this stupid thing. If you leave a yup, I'll know. Here, you can you can leave great reviews like this one from Megan. This is very funny. Definitely listen. It's also dirty. Gets right to the point. <laughs> I feel like there's a better review than that. I, I, uh, I've read some very interesting reviews that people have left. Funny. This. Can't wait for more. <laughs> That's, sounds like a family member. All right. 
continue listening because they're actually hilarious. <laughs> Sounds like someone's trying to murder me. <laughs> That's what uh, someone says like as they like wipe the blood you know, yeah. <laughs> off the knife and my dead body is below them. Mike is hot and this is gold. These are great reviews. Oh, your mom left a review. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so please go ahead and do that, guys. We really we, we figured we'd put that at the top of the show instead of the the back end because I have to imagine many of you don't make it through the whole episode. No, I, Am I right. Well, especially the last two minutes when it's just a shameless self promotion thing. Right. And uh, you know now we coming. we throw it at the top. Right. So you and we might throw it in the middle of this episode yeah, to really throw everything. We're gonna hide it just to, to make you dope. never listen to it. <laughs> that's right. An episode again. Uh, so that's what we're going to try to do. So please give us a hand. Try to do that. I will literally suck Mike dick, <laughs> suck Mike's dick live on xvideos.com. No if- Holloway, we're looking at you. <laughs> Why are you always calling him out? <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> uh, so please leave a review. Uh, shout out to Maddie Jurgi. We-, we like to just call out all the three two fans. People? <laughs> the two people our, that we know are two to three fans. We like to call them out. <laughs> And maybe my little cousin Erica is listening right now because I forced her to listen to our podcast live in the car when we were driving to Black Friday sale. So right. shout I, out to our three fans right now. I personally am a feminist, so I don't like to force women to do anything. Oh, my God. Uh, but hey, man, whatever. You do you. You can't see this right now, but Mike is dunking his girlfriend's head in the toilet. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> it is Lex Night. Yes, we are in beautiful, beautiful Flushing slash Woodside slash God's butthole of Queens. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I live. Yeah. Uh, hopefully not for much longer, but this is oh, where you're getting we are evicted. Oh. <sighs> I'm not you getting are. evicted, you asshole. Oh, oh I, I just thought, <laughs> I'm sorry. You said I'm not longer. You and the girl breaking up. What's going on? What, what's no. The you? Whatever rumors are being spread about that. Yeah, yeah I heard a rumor. Uh, it's all good. You guys it's are stronger than ever now. <laughs> That's right. An unbreakable bond. Yeah, you, you're wearing each other's blood as necklaces. That's a right. vial of her blood. Yeah, I have a Billy vial, Bob Thornton I have style. A vial of Lex's blood around my yeah, neck. Yeah, it's Mexican blood, so it's a little spicier. Well, than we the rest. had to stay together because otherwise we couldn't keep doing this podcast. Yeah, I would have to bring in somebody in a relationship. You'd have to get Jordan Raybold. <laughs> oh, no. Is he in a relationship? Be, oh, who knows? I don't oh, know. Well, fair enough. <laughs> I just take several several opportunities to trash Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I, I understand. Uh, but hey, we always like to start off the show <laughs> with a quick recap of our week, and this week. It's the Thanksgiving edition of How Was Your Week, Justin? Oh, my God. It was incredible. I went to South Jersey to Little Egg Harbor. Ah, uh, yes. Beautiful it's- South New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it is super Hicksville over Oh, there. yeah, it is. Uh, there's a place called Shooters as soon as you get off the exit in Little Egg. And what Shooters is is a humongous indoor shooting range where people shoot handguns, assault rifles at targets, just whatever they get their hands on, bow and arrows, they shoot it at targets. Yeah, yeah. And it was uh, a very big deal when it came to the town. Now, my my relatives over there are uh, quarter Dominican, quarter Puerto Rican, and half, uh, quarter Irish, quarter Italian. Uh, So they're beautiful children. Yes. And uh, my aunt and uncle uh, live out there. My two cousins are are out there. They're great. My grandparents are out there. And we all had a great Thanksgiving. We played, uh, I introduced them to Monopoly Deal and to uh, Code Names, Mm -hmm. a very fun board games. And that was fun. And then the last night, I got into a fight with my mom on the way home and freaked out and cried to myself quietly. How was your week, Michael? Ah, the holidays. (laughs) (laughs) 
Thanksgiving was really good. And guys, we we missed the uh, obviously we missed the episode last week, but it was because we figured it was Thanksgiving and you guys weren't going to listen. I had to go home to Jersey uh, yes. on Tuesday. Let me tell you something. Uh, so we were both in Jersey. We actually weren't drastically far away from each other. Yes, on Black Friday or, or African American Friday. Yes, I went to uh, Tom's River to go shopping, and Mike was like, "You know, I'm actually not that far from you." Well, because you said you were in Tom's River, and this is a little New Jersey geography lesson for all of you listening. If you haven't shut this off yet, but uh, <laughs> please remember to rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> rate, review, subscribe. Uh, New, Jer- New Jersey is a very small state, so really, truthfully. Nothing is like that far from you could be at the bottom part of Jersey and get to the top part of Jersey in like three hours, three and a half less. Yeah. yeah. If there's no traffic, you can make the entire state in like two and a half hours. Yeah. Like Atlantic City to New York, New York. Yeah. Two and a half hours. But the thing is that I thought that you were closer than I actually you actually were. And yeah, I was considering hanging out, maybe going to meet the Dominicans. Yeah, yeah, so, could have been fun. Uh, play some board games. We were going to play dominoes made out of bones, yeah, which is yeah, what we they were that. used to playing. The bone set, yeah. And uh, But instead, I wound up just staying at my parents' place for the entire week, basically. And New Jersey is not where you want to spend a week. Yeah. South, north, whatever. <laughs> Dude, having been someone that grew up there, we talked about it at length in the last episode. <laughs> It's just not fun, man. There's there, there's really nothing to do. do? Well, I, I had a great time, but that's because my family's fun. But what did you do? <laughs> Mine <laughs> is not. What did you do all day? Like, what did you like? You you wake up at uh, eleven o'clock. What do you do after that? On which day? Like on Thanksgiving? No, like the, all the days. The days leading up. What do you do? Nothing. I did, I went shopping on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. I went and bought a bunch of shit that I didn't need. Oh, what'd you buy? I bought these uh, these headphones that I'm wearing. Do you have a pair for me? Of course not. What? <laughs> these were JBL noise canceling uh, headphones. What happened to the other pair? JBL, you had? live loud. <laughs> Fuck you. New sponsor to the show that's not paying us anything. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, man. It's just like Black Friday was is like a shopping day, so I can sort of occupy myself with that. Mm-hmm. But like, I got there Tuesday night. I watched the Knicks like three times, mm. um, which is sad enough to begin yeah. with. And I don't know, dude. The weird thing about the holidays is my my family doesn't like. They don't hang out. <laughs> like when I was home the entire time, I didn't really hang out with my family. Like everybody was in a different room just watching TV. <laughs> my dad was in the living room. I was in the family room. Uh-huh. My mom was like upstairs in her room. My sisters were like upstairs doing like in there. So it was just like it was four days of a bunch of people watching TV. Yeah. And at, at a certain point, I was just like, I love my family. But what the fuck am I still doing here? <laughs> What's the point? You Can know? I say that the thing that I always imagine and I know you hate this. Yeah. Is say it anyway, though. Is <laughs> as you're describing all this, I know your mom is walking around completely topless <laughs> this entire time. She's not. No, she's not. She- <laughs> <laughs> for for the for listeners of the podcast, I don't know if if it's clear, but Mike's mom is very comfortable walking around topless, and sometimes on occasion at home she walks around topless. Right? Is this correct, Mike? I mean, I'd say more than on occasion. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. This this time, I think 
I saw her mostly clothed. So so Thanksgiving dinner, you're like, hey, mom, can you pass the yams? No, and she's she, clothed on Thanksgiving. You pass you the dick. yams, and she passes you her left tit. <laughs> no, <laughs> she, uh, I we. If, oh, the yams! If, <laughs> if you'd <laughs> like, said my <laughs> sweet, sweet titty hams. If you'd like to hear a further investigation of of uh, my mother not wearing uh, clothes, hi Lex. Uh, uh, mother not wearing clothes around the house. You can listen to the Social Villains podcast. We did an episode with Leo Wolf about a year ago. <laughs> Go find it. But uh, to give you a quick sum up, my mom did grow. I grew up with my mom basically walking around the house mostly uh, topless. Yeah. Uh, it, Italians, man. Is that an Italian thing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're ethnic, you, your mom, you never saw your mom's boobs. Never. Never? You've never seen them. Why would I see your tits? I, 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 there's no scenario where my mom is walking around. I, I guess I just, my mom is just more of a feminist than you. <laughs> I guess. Listen, I also wasn't breastfed until 17 like you, so it's, it's a little I wasn't bit different. Breast, get out of here. I wasn't breastfed until 17 There's still milk either. on your mustache, man. <laughs> Fucking looking at her right now. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, no, no. I never had that. So I imagine... So you were home, what, Four days, five days, four days, yeah. And and how many days w- was she topless? She wasn't. She 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 wasn't at all, really. But she usually walks around the house without a shirt on, or like Even in the winter robe. time too. Probably less in the winter, wow. more in the summer. Okay, right. but dude, it's just. I if know you it's, were, it's normal for you, but I don't think my mom has nipples at this point. Like I've <laughs> never seen her tits. So I can tell I'm you convinced. that my mom basically like. Uh, I think her whole, and I, I talked about this at length with Gene when we did the conversation. Well, it's new to our fans, so <laughs> enlighten us, Michael. I think that she basically just views it as like, it's my house. I want to be comfortable. Yeah. I'm not going to wear a shirt. It's yeah. it's uncomfortable to wear a bra, Yeah, you know? So in that way, I completely understand <laughs> She doesn't it. have to wear a bra. <laughs> it's, it's the bare minimum of a shirt, but I, I, I understand the, the concept. It's weird your dad doesn't wear pants, though. He just walks around bottomless. My dad is like a prude. Oh, really? Yeah, my dad does wear. He wears like a full pajama set, fully clothed. At <laughs> he wears all like times. an ascot to. <laughs> yeah, to he, sleep. He just like. My dad is very uncomfortable by sex stuff. I think. Yeah. So that's what. So it is kind of weird that like. He made three children. <laughs> he made three children. <laughs> it's pretty weird, if he's <laughs> but that he's like that he doesn't find it odd that like I mean maybe he does find it odd, but never really vocalized. Like, yeah, Barbara, yeah. put a shirt on. <laughs> he, I don't think he has the pull in my house to well, do that. Here's what probably happened. He probably she probably started doing this when they were, like when they were dating, and he's like, yeah, jugs. I don't think so. Come on, I, I'm sure she did this like while they were dating, and he, he was like, yeah, I get to see tits. This is the best. And then Maybe. it just kept on going on. On and up forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was fine when you guys were babies because it's like, you know, they don't fucking know any better. They can't. Yeah. This is all they know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then you start getting older and he's like, oh, no, I've created a monster. Yeah. I can't get her to put on a fucking shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> see tits anymore. What do the children anymore. think? I never thought the day would come when I would say the sentence, but... I don't want to see your tits anymore. Put yeah. them away. Yeah, yeah. It's Thursday. Yeah. It's eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm eating dinner. Yeah. I want to drink myself to death. I don't know. Do you find it disgusting? I haven't seen her tits. Like a, no. Do you not, have a photo of them? No. Of course not. Well, then how would I know if it's disgusting or As not? As a practice. Oh. I was like, I don't know. It depends on the areola, the <laughs> size of the nipple. Do they protrude? Do like they go if in? Ta- if you, like when you, if you and Taz get married... 
Yeah, that'll be the fucking day. (laughs) But like if Taz walks around the the house like topless, would you be like, what are you doing? If she, she, I mean, she does sometimes, but it's like, you know, post shower or like whatever. it, It doesn't bother me, but it's different when you involve a kid. Why? There's laws against that, Mike. No, there aren't. <laughs> I don't know. It's just different. It's not the way either one of us was raised, so I don't think we would walk around topless in front of our kids. We certainly wouldn't be like covering up when they were children, but I think by the time they hit like nine, they have too much thought. They're too intelligent for, for them to see my dick or to see Taz's tits. Have it your way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We've got a couple things. No, no. To talk. Let's no. dedicate more time to this. You want more time to this? <laughs> the rest of the Do you episode. have more questions on my, um, my mom's breast? Has anyone? This else? always happens. <laughs> Every time it gets brought up. Go ahead. Well, this is like meeting someone who sucked his own dick. You're like, how did you do it? Is your neck okay? You know what I mean? It's just interesting. It's fascinating. So my question is, has any of your friends seen them? My mom's breast? Yeah. No. So when people come over, she covers up and stuff. She puts yeah, on like a totally. shawl or she, something. My mom isn't a an, scarf. Yeah, she's not like she's not rude. Yeah. It's just a oh. matter of of being comfortable in her house. Yeah, okay. And I think that's like what this all comes down to is the fact that it's like We're not crazy. I don't know if you're trying to like make it seem like we're crazy for asking questions about this. This is very fascinating. The reason everyone is always interested in this yeah. is because no one does this. This is not a common thing. This is an incredible thing. More power to your mom. I I'm a big fan of tits in general. Uh, I you know, that's for um, six weeks in eighth grade, I had a Hotmail account. It was called uh, Titty Boy eighty three. I, I knew <laughs> I was gonna say Titty Boy is a joke. But this is before uh, two, two chains. chains. Yeah, yeah. I just the original. The I was the original Titty Boy. Oh, you were the original Titty Boy. T i t t y. Okay. Instead of T i t t i or whatever. B o i. Yeah. Yeah. I was Titty Boy eighty three. And then eventually I lost the account. I forgot what happened to it. But two uh, trains bought it out from under you. Yeah, and then I had to go. I had to be Weezer Boy eighty two, <laughs> which is worse. You must have been such a loser. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And speaking of loser, that brings us to our next topic of discussion. Uh, Michael, I introduced you to an incredible show this week. Yeah, it's really good. And are you ready to speak about this incredible? I show? am. Do you want to do that before Amanda Bynes? Do you even want to talk about Amanda Bynes? We can talk about Amanda Bynes. We'll uh, do it later. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 90 Day Fiance. That's the show, baby. People have been telling us to watch this for a while, <laughs> and it felt weird because, like, the um, I feel like the 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 godmother of 90 Day Fiance recaps is Yamanika Saunders. I think we should have her on too. I I, I, I think don't think it. we can get her. <laughs> I think if we pull a string or two, I I mean I I she's judged me on roast battles. I think more than once. Uh, but she's Did like you win a single up. roast battle in front of her. No, I lost to Gene. Oh, Gene. Gene had some really good. Well, uh, Gene is the king of mean. So he is the king of mean. He He's had a, a lot of person. good uh, Down syndrome jokes that he unleashed. Uh, oh, you which, don't have Down syndrome anymore, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, your uh, sister, I see, I see. But I think Yamanika thought that I was a cute white boy. Uh huh. And uh, I don't know. She's always been nice to me, but I don't know if she. I mean, maybe maybe I we think can get she her. literally doesn't know who I am, but she would maybe respond like busy or. Whatever. If we throw it out there, let's go to your house. Let's do it. Anyway, 90 Day Fiance is incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's a show that um, is, for those of you who haven't watched it, 90 Day Fiance is a show where people apply for the K-1 visa, basically meaning a visa where you have 90 days to either marry someone or get the fuck out of the country. Right. And that's the gist of it. So what you have is a series of losers 
some of them have situational losers like I, I got drunk and knocked up this person or this person came over to the United States. I knocked them up. Yeah. Then you have just losers who are like, I couldn't date anyone in the United States. Yeah. So I made up an ad in Indonesia. Yeah. And a girl much hotter than me responded. And here we are, baby. We're going to make it love. <laughs> true love. It's true love. Yeah. And she wants to come to the States and uh, is okay with my face for a minute. The Indonesia one specifically. So I, I if listeners, I'm sorry. We're not going to call them by names. I don't know their names. We're not calling them by names. But we're calling I'm, them by countries yeah. and then what we think they look like. We're following along with season six. It's sort of hard to do a recap of it because we're it's, it's like way eight episodes into the season. In. Yeah, yeah, it's eight episodes in. I've seen all but the last episode. Mike saw uh, like I'm a little bit behind. two or three episodes. But there are so many questions that I have that I think are so worth talking about because it's a fascinating... With 90 Day Fiance, I figured... Again, basing this off of mostly Yamanika's uh, recap video, like 30-second recap videos, I had thought that the show was about like kids who make a mistake to have like a shotgun wedding no. in like 90 days. No. And then when I watched it, I realized obviously it was about these people who really want a ticket to America. Yes. A lot of people just want a ticket to America... And then the other half of the person is the person being duped who doesn't fully grasp the full like the full scope of what's going on. They're right. just blindly like, oh, my God, a hot person likes me. Right. Like a lot of these people are hooking up with the first hot person of their life. Right. And they don't know how to deal with it. Right. So they want to, want to get married to them in five days. Yes. <laughs> After yes. five days of, yes. of meeting this person. Yes. Uh, but it's weird. Like the Indonesia one is... Uh, to me, I think that's the most interesting one, mostly because of the guy that's involved. It's a, it's a, a 40 year old man. white guy. He's five years older than me. He looks a hundred years older than me. He looks bad. Yeah. I think his name is Eric. He just looks fucking rough as hell. Yeah. He He's a bad. former Marine. He has three kids with his former wife and he doesn't really have a direction in life. So what he wanted to do, <laughs> even though he has his three kids, he at 40 years old, he was going to volunteer for a foreign legion and go to Syria and fight ISIS. <laughs> I guess somebody's got to do it. But well, I remember when I first got out of college and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, you know what? Fuck ISIS. Fuck ISIS. I'm going <laughs> to fight ISIS. Should I, uh, should I uh, get into acting, comedy? Should I go to grad school? Maybe law? No, I'm going to fight ISIS fight in a foreign ISIS. country, which I don't speak the, the language. Yeah, it's it's very Not strange. even in the army, in like a, a foreign mercenary, legion or yeah. like a mercenary. Yeah. yeah. So this was what he was saying he was going to do until he met this Indonesian girl. Uh, and he, he, by all accounts, is a, uh, would you say on the poverty line? He's not Wisconsin. doing great. He's paying alimony and he is uh, he's paying alimony on three kids, like child support and alimony on three kids. He's a former Marine. So I he, and they didn't say what he does now. No, I, I, does I he have a job. He might not even have he has a, a job. He, he has some type of job. I, okay. I, I think most of them have some type of job, but uh, not doing great. And uh, he lives in a two-bedroom apartment with his oldest daughter. Yes. And when his new wife is coming to move in, he tells his oldest daughter, you have to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> my new wife is coming from Indonesia. I need to Indonesia. make way for my new family. <laughs> yeah, my new wife is coming from Indonesia. And uh, guess what? I need you out. And she's bringing a child. She's bringing <laughs> a cute little uh, Indonesian child. Yeah. 
so that's what's going on. So, but here's the thing. So this this woman in Indonesia who she, Eric and Lita. Lita, yeah. Eric's forty years old from Barabu, Wisconsin. Lita's from Jakarta, Indonesia. Twenty nine. Yeah. So now Lita's got a, a child. Yes. She uh, lives in Indonesia, but she's gonna come and live in Wisconsin, the glamorous Wisconsin. Barabu, Wisconsin. Not even Green Bay. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not even Madison. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not even Milwaukee. Yeah, right. Barabu. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee. What do you think? These are big city folk? <laughs> what do you think? We're rich? I don't have money like that. I live in a two-bedroom with my daughter who pays rent who I'm kicking out. <laughs> uh, so she decides she's going to come to live in Wisconsin. Is living in Wisconsin with this 40-year-old nothing. Yes. Is this better than being a rich person in Indonesia? Um, I would say, would you rather be homeless in New York City or have a house in Oklahoma City? You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather be homeless in New York City. I oh, basically am homeless in New York <laughs> You're City. You're not homeless. I've been, I've been, I've been homeless in New York City. Yeah, but not like a true homeless. Not like I would say, I had a month where I didn't have a place to live. Yes, but you were never truly homeless. Like if something were to happen, you would go back home or you'd stay with friends. You know what I mean? Sure. Homeless meaning like I live on the street. I don't have a place to to sleep several nights in a row. Okay, fair. I yawn. But uh, yeah, I think I'd rather be in Indonesia. I don't think I'd rather. I'd rather be rich in Indonesia than live in Barabu, Wisconsin. Because so then what? We don't have any explanation on like some of these backstories. I get like I was on vacation. I met this girl and I left it in. Yeah, (laughs) right. Exactly. I didn't use protection. Now she's pregnant. There's like two or three of these people. Yeah, yeah. That have that storyline. Stephen Olga, Kalani, and Eselu. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I don't know. I think people don't have a full grasp. They sort of see the United States like. Do you know when we think of England, we think of like. Big Ben. Oh, Fogger London Town, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple yeah. of brew houses and stuff. And, yeah. you know, maybe like Wembley Stadium or something. But we don't actually have an idea of what it looks like. We're, right. What it actually looks like is a lot of woods. I was going to say, a lot, a lot of, of, yeah, a lot of countryside. A lot of countryside. Yeah. A lot of like, uh, it, it looks more like the Fantastic Mr. Fox. Right. Than actually like, uh, you know, uh, 28 days later or something. Right. Any of these countries are like that. You go to Italy, it's the same thing. You see everybody's vacation photos from like, Fucking San Portofino. Yeah, you're like, like oh, it's it's all cliffs and beautiful houses on the right. shore. On, and you're like, yeah, on the water. No, and it's, it's like rolling po- hills and, and poor and, countryside. And nothing. Yeah, uh, and America is like that too, which yeah. is the crazy thing, the cool thing about Ninety Day Fiance. I feel like it's one of the few reality shows where you sort of get to see the lack of glamour yes. in a lot of parts of this country. The yes. Real Housewives. I'll you watch Shaw's. You're watching these shows. These are people with money. Yes. So I mean, even The Bachelor, they're you're they're in L.A. They're going to a bunch of different locations, but The Bachelor Mansion, uh, rest in peace, it burned down. R.I.P. But it it is in Los Angeles, basically, or yeah. in Orange County, whatever. It's in California, like a nice part of California. Yeah, and then we go to such beautiful locations as Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. Yeah. We go to Lumberton, North Carolina. Right. Uh, somewhere in Orange County in California. Las we- Vegas, but not the Strip. <laughs> well, yeah. You got a sad Las Vegas. Yeah, you're in the sad Vegas where like yeah. the slot workers, you know, uh, the, the car dealers work at. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so uh, so that's one couple. Uh, we have Eric and Lita. Um, m- the best part is uh, they first, she uh, uh, Lita gets to, uh, she lands in JFK. He drives to JFK to meet her from Wisconsin. And uh, immediately... They're trying to put the bags 
in the back. Mike, would you describe what this moment is like? Because they're, uh, yeah, I mean, these. This is the best part because these, as you explained to me when we were watching it, the the tension yeah. in the first five minutes of these people, like really, like I know they've met before, but like meeting to start their new life. Uh-huh. The way you put it is perfect because if there is any small panic yeah that happens in that first five minutes it just blows into a an, an obvious reason why these people should not be together yeah so the couples that and really stick out as a matter of fact it happens for every one of these couples the couples that really look like a terrible match you see within literally the I, i'm not even exaggerating like something happens at the airport or within the first five minutes of them meeting that you're like oh minutes. no this is not Get good. right off the plane. This is not good at all. So uh, let's go through other couples. Eric and Leda, when Leda gets in, they spend a few minutes saying hello. Right. Then they go to the car to- a giant Escalade. Uh, yeah, giant room Escalade. For, room for whatever you need. Six suitcases, right? So Eric is, you know, he's loading all the bags by himself. Leda comes around the corner and is like, no, no, it must be right. It must be right. Yeah. And starts having a temper tantrum because he's not doing it the way that she wants. And his response, instead of like listening to her or doing something different, he just goes, no. Yeah. Don't do this. No. Yeah, don't do this. Like no. she does it all the time. Yeah, it's like, what do you, that, I mean, is this a great first second of yeah. your couple? This is minute five. Uh, we have another couple. Uh, we have Kalani and Eselu. Uh, he, he's literally from Samoa. He literally lives, uh, it's a great couple. Kalani and Eselu are basically a couple that, uh, Kalani goes on vacation. She's a, a Mormon virgin. She's she's Samoan, but she's Samoan and white. Yeah. She lives in Orange County. She goes on vacation, loses her virginity to Aselu, who's a uh, like an activities director at a hotel. Uh, she gets knocked up, has a baby, and now she she's making him come over and marry her in California. And the first thing he does is he does a traditional like Samoan dance. And embarrasses the hell out of her in the airport. In the airport, takes his shoes off at at the luggage at at the arrivals at the luggage carousel. Yeah, takes off his shoes, takes off his shirt, and does an elaborate dance for her. And there's probably about forty camera phones going off in the background as yeah. you see. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Everybody good. loved the the dance. Yeah, everyone everybody loved the dance her. except the person it's for. Yeah, just horrified. Um, there's another couple, Jonathan and Fernanda. Uh, Jonathan's a fuckboy from Lumberton, North Carolina. Fernanda yes. is a smoke show from Mexico. From Mexico. They met on vacation, and uh, there's a little bit of an age difference. Jonathan's 32, and Fernanda, 19 years old. Yep. It's hot, though. She's, I understand. I Once again, it's someone dating somebody so far out of their league that they're like, I must... I, I have such a connection with this yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have the blinders on. Yeah. Like, you're not... Like, they smell better. They, yeah. They, what am I gonna do? Not marry her? I mean, what are you fucking stupid? Look at her. I gotta marry her. I gotta lock her down. Nineteen years old. She's gonna look like this for another like seven years. Come on, you don't find diamonds on the floor all the time, you know. <laughs> so, uh, so he, he flies to to Mexico to pick her up. They come back to North Carolina, and literally, she she's looking around. She goes, "Oh my God, you you could have cleaned up a little bit for me. You know, yeah. I, I told you to clean. I told you to clean." Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, she's a good cleaner, obviously. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, right. Hey, a I can make a joke. I'm Hispanic. Here we go. Uh, and so she. Hey, hola. <laughs> hey, el hola. Uh, so she literally opens the first straw in his room, and pulls out the thing on top, and it's a woman's thong, 
And she's like, what? What is this? Please, Jonathan, tell me, what is this? Yeah. And he's like, uh, it's yours, right? <laughs> and she's like, no, I've been in Mexico. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never been <laughs> in the country. <laughs> How could this be mine? <laughs> that is not mine. And she freaks the fuck out, rightly so. I mean, it's literally, I mean, she's never been to America. It's her first minute in, in, in North Carolina, and she picks out another girl's underwear. And this whole big fight. Uh, so that's another bit thing. And then we have another couple, Colt and Larissa. Colt is uh, a, a human potato with tits. Oh, man. Colt and Larissa, that is the saddest out of all of these. Colt's a, a, mother's, a mama's boy, or as he say, a mother's boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah he loves mama a lot. He lives with his mom. They eat breakfast every morning. She goes, they we've been having car. breakfast for 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> we haven't missed a breakfast. They share like he's a, a patron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's been coming to my kitchen for 30 years. Yeah, like this is some old diner and she's some old broad just yeah. serving him waffles every morning. Yeah. Uh, he lives at home. He splits a house with his mom. His mom is a potato, an actual potato with arms. Yeah. Um, seems like a sweet woman. <laughs> but, sweet uh, potato. Yeah, they have a little slot machine in their house. And Larissa is... Uh, they met an online dating website, mm-hmm. and Larissa is a attractive woman from Brazil. Uh, from Brazil, from Brazil, and she immediately lands. And what is the first thing she says to him? First words out of her mouth: "Where are the flowers?" <laughs> <laughs> and Colt is going like, uh, "Happy to see you, babe." Yeah, and she can only say, "Where are the flowers?" <laughs> yes. Oh, I, I, I couldn't get flowers. They cu- No, that's not what he said. What? They cut to her testimonial, and she, she's like, well, I sort of... Well, I'm going to do it without the accent, because uh, I don't want to get taken down by Twitter. I'll do but the accent. You want to do it? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm allowed to do it. Okay. Because... Oh, Brazilian is not Hispanic. No, God damn Portuguese. it. I can't do it. So let's just skirt away God from... fucking we can't, damn it. We don't want to so offend, close. We don't want to offend Son the of massive bitch. Portuguese population God. that listens to this show. Uh, but she does her testimonial, and she's like, she's like, you know... I just figured that I would get off the plane and he would have like some sort of appreciation, maybe chocolate or flowers, <laughs> something to like show that he's happy that I'm I here moved to this country from Brazil. Yeah, it was a long flight and he didn't do it. And as he keeps kind of skirting the issue, he's not answering why he didn't do it. He's yeah. like, ah. As they're walking through the airport, there is literally like <laughs> a vending machine for roses because it's like not an uncommon thing that when your girlfriend gets off a plane or your wife gets off a plane oh shit this would be a great idea yeah you get her $20 flowers which by the way cheap for a dozen you ever buy a dozen roses Uh, or nine roses or or eight roses they're expensive if I'm a florist they're cheap 40 bucks probably they're cheap if from a bodega or Costco or something (laughs) yeah yeah it's $20 this guy was re- she she kept bringing it up she's like oh look there are the flowers and he's like i'm not paying twenty dollars for flowers <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> he goes, made it a point to tell her that he will not spend twenty dollars <laughs> what a cheap fuck and at one point he goes uh twenty dollars for flowers but uh i'm already paying money for the parking that, got- <laughs> oh yeah that's what he said he said i, I came here early to get you and, and the parking is going to be ex-. so basically he was like an hour early to get her yeah and he's paying for an extra hour of parking at the airport and this is the thing man did we go through all the couples yet or are we missing we're still any? missing a couple cu- but a this couples. one is like the key one for me to just show you like how badly somebody is just getting rooked like somebody is just <laughs> in over their head because this is somebody, a woman coming from Brazil. She's coming to America, the land of prosperity. Yeah. She's here to like, really like live the American dream. Yeah. And here is this new cheap 
fiance of hers who won't spend twenty dollars on flowers. Yeah, it's ridiculous. First minute, like first minute, and she she even gives him out of like, look, there are flowers right there. Just get it from the vending machine. I don't care. Yeah, it's just the. It's just the the idea that you care, right? Yeah. It's not so much the money; it's the idea, right? And he goes, "One rose, get one rose." Yeah, I'm not Romantic. spending that. I, I spent money on parking, all right. Ah, oh, what a dickhead! So they're, uh, I don't know if you saw this. So they're driving back home, and she's like, "I thought Vegas is different. Where's the strip? Where's I don't know." So she's looking around, and then she goes. It's so hot in here. It's so hot in the desert. It's a thousand degrees, and it's a thousand degrees in the car because he has a car that he shares with the mom that doesn't have an air conditioner. Oh no! <laughs> the guy's in fucking Vegas, a desert, an actual desert. It's dry heat, 115, 120 yeah. <laughs> daily throughout the entire year. Just cold, cold, cold place. Oh my god! I, I mean, just a coldly, like brutally hot place. Yeah, the actual coldly, Sahara, brutally hot. Yes, yes, yes. And wrap he, your head around that, folks. And he has like a fucking like a a, a 2001 Tercel that he shares with his mom. It's a real shitbox. And there's no AC. And then That's she has crazy. a great line where she goes. I guess my dream is to live in a nice place in America and maybe get the car with an air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Listen, so but it's a humbling experience because you come to this country and you strive you have to go like visions you, you, of grandeur. Exactly. Yeah. You create your list of like, all right, if I have this, that means I made it. Imagine you met. Uh, I'm trying to give you equivalent, Mike. Imagine you had like a, a high rise apartment. Uh, 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 no, no, no. You're talking to a girl and she's like, I live in Paris, France. You oh, know, yes. it's beautiful and it's uh, it's great. And you, you should come live with me. I, I love you, Mike. You guys have a wild affair for yeah. a week or two, right? Because for for uh, for Colt and Larissa, they met for five days in Mexico. Right. They they met on a, way, a, a dating website, started talking on Skype, met for five days. He proposed like an idiot at, at the end of five days. Right. And so... Like the idiot that he <laughs> like is. Like the idiot he is. So you... So you get some good vagina and you go out to Paris and you're just in a fucking shack. You're in like the Queens, the Elmhurst of fucking Paris. And you're like, what did I do? Right. This girl is poor. I made it. Right. She, I, I don't know why I thought she was rich. I don't know why I thought Paris was nice. It's sort of the reality that Lex is living. <laughs> of your girlfriend? <laughs> My girlfriend. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Moved here. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You live in New York? Very cool. And she gets to Queens and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> The rats are so mean <laughs> yeah, here. Right. <laughs> it, I that, didn't know they'd be your roommates. <laughs> that is one of the fascinating things about this show to me, though. Is that it does just go to show you that the American dream is a fucking sham. It's a sham. Because that's that's really what this whole thing is about. It's like a lot of these people that think they're coming to America and they're going to kind of live a better. And maybe like maybe every American is living a better life than people in Brazil at the same level sure, yeah. that they're at. Because Brazil has like, you know, f a famous poverty level at yes. this point. Yes. But really think about what you're sacrificing to come and try to live the American dream. Like, think about that. Think about Colt and Larissa. You have to fuck Colt. You got to fuck Colt. And you got to live in the desert. <laughs> you have desert. to fuck Colt. Like, you've got you've to live. You have to live in the desert. You got to live off the Las Vegas Strip with, with this guy. With, with this guy and his mom, his mom. Two cats. Like. Has a Toyota Tricel. Yeah. He has no fucking AC. And he's, like, not young. He's not like a young guy he's who's 33. Like, he's not funny. No. He's not interesting. He's not cool. Doesn't dress nice. No. Like, he, dude. He dressed like Costco. Yeah. If Costco were a person, it would be yeah, cult. Yeah. The only and, thing interesting about him is his name. And right. it makes me want to fucking drink a cult 45 and kill myself. 
He's the with most- the Colt forty five. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I want to drink to drink and then use the gun use because the gun. this is a sad man. Because dude, like, look, you think about it. Like, if you were so, like, I'll use like me and Lex as an example, right? Lex yes. comes from money, and Lex is used to a certain lifestyle. Yeah. Which now that it's been a couple years in, and you know, uh, we're both sort of on our feet. Like my career is going well. Her career is like going pretty well. Uh-huh. The situation that we're living in right now is not going to be the way it is for much longer. We can sort of elevate our lifestyle uh-huh. soon, I, I would think. But for a couple of years leading up to that, it's like my redeemable qualities were not my career, mm-hmm. were not the amount of money that I had. Yeah. My redeemable qualities were that I, I think I'm pretty funny. Yeah. I think I'm pretty cute. Sweet and dick. I was 26, so I had still had life to live. I had potential to like <laughs> fill out. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like 26, he could be this, he could be this. Yeah, yeah. I'm still young enough where I can hit certain boxes on potential. So there is like it's a it's a it's an investment where you get in on the ground floor. Yeah. Whereas like with cult, he's set in his ways. He's set in his ways. The house is built. The house you're, is built. The foundation buying, is in. You see what you're buying. The concrete is dried. It's, right. It's it's over. Right. Colt it, knows what Colt is. Exactly. Colt and it is, is a man who who gets up and has breakfast with his mom. Yeah. They talk about their day. I don't think I've, I've, I saw a cell phone on the guy. Like the, I don't think I did either. Like everyone else, you, you kind of see a cell phone every now and then. I think this guy just, he really just is all about his mom. And it's sad. And, and I feel cheap. bad for the guy. He's, he's very cheap. He's cheap as hell. He's very cheap. Uh there's a later episode they go to a car dealership because she's really like pushing an air conditioner. Yeah. Which is not unreasonable. Not in the slightest. You live in hell. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. should get an air conditioner. Here, for three grand, we can get a car <laughs> with an air conditioner. So they go to a car dealership. She immediately has like a, a Yukon that she likes, like a brand new Yukon. It's yeah. Like, oh, Carl, this is so nice. Yeah. You're such a big guy. This is beautiful for yeah. you. And the guy goes, it's uh, it's actually 13000 which is a nice price for, you know, uh, a newish car, right? Yeah. And then he goes, uh, thirteen thousand. Oh boy. Uh, what do you have for like eight thousand? <laughs> and then they show him like a Kia Soul, and he's like, "How about this?" And she's like, "Uh, it's it's orange. I don't like it. It's not <laughs> nice. Yeah. But it does have an AC. Yeah. But uh, uh, come on, can't you spend some money? <laughs> yeah. Can you not be a cheap? You piece leave of at shit? home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true, man. He that should bank be rich. account, yeah, he should be rich. I don't know what he does for a living. He's a computer you, programmer. We asked you before. He's a computer programmer. Yeah, you said he's a schmuck. He's a schmuck. Professional schmuck. He's a professional schmuck. Yeah, he's a guy. The reason he had trouble, he says it in the in the few episodes. He goes, a lot of women I dated in the states, they were like, "Your mom's holding you back. You should really consider moving out." And uh, you know, I, I don't really believe him. I I, I think that. Uh, they're just not right for me. And I'm like, no, believe them. <laughs> they, who the yeah, fuck wants yeah, to hang out with your mom? All the women are wrong. Not yeah, yeah. you. Every all, girl all in America f- is wrong. Yeah. So let me go to Brazil. <laughs> where a, a woman is so desperate to get out of her living situation. Yeah. She's willing to overlook everything about me. The way I look. Right. The way yeah. I fucking live. The, the way, way I talk. spending habits. Yeah, yeah. Everything about you. And the only reason that she can't critique your relationship with your mother is she can't speak the language. <laughs> I would say, yeah, her her grasping language is not good enough, but she, they all do much better. I, I, I'm actually impressed by everyone's language skills because they still can express like disgust with everyone. Listen, you get so frustrated with these people that you are marrying after only knowing them for six minutes. 
yeah. that you wear the frustration on your face. Yeah. Body language is key, man. And in this show, you could totally see it. They go from the, the happiest these people are are when they're Skyping with each other. Yes. When, the, when the they're fantasy, far away. The fantasy. When they're May a full you? continent away from each other. <laughs> yes. When the actual reality of uh, living with my mom yeah. is not a thing. Were you excited when you and Lex were like long distance? Because you guys were long distance at one point. Was I excited? What do you mean? Like, like at what point? Like in the, the possibility of it was a lot more exciting than the actual. You know what I mean? Like, like when you guys were, were apart from each other, was it kind of like, oh, no, this is fun, this I, is exciting? I wouldn't say. I, so what you said, the possibility of it being more exciting. Yeah. It's not that it's more exciting. You don't have to do as much work though when it's long distance. Yes. So that really tests whether, you, and that's why, like, that's why Lex and I have like, I mean, we throughout our almost three year relationship at this point, uh, long distance in New York, you know, whatever yeah. the many stages of it, we have broken up several times. Yes. And, um, you know, like I said, even up until like recently. Yeah. To and, where and, and I want to like, apologize for taking her side. <laughs> I'm sorry a, for blocking okay. you and I'm sorry for the team Lex shirt. It was, I, it was the team Lex shirt. Yeah. It was really, you were, you should be ashamed of, of making well, that and know, then wearing it. Well, you know, she, she gave it to me. Uh, <laughs> But uh, the thing is, it's like those those peaks and valleys are like sort of what happens in a relationship, yes. especially when you live together, yes. when you are in the There's same no city. Escape. Right. You're on a cruise ship with this woman. Right. And you can't leave her. You're constantly. And I'm talking about my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but like there is. So there's that element. Whereas like it was I, I would say that like it was smoother when we were long distance yeah. Yeah. because you just check out for the night. Yeah. Like, you you know, when you're, you know, you send the, the good night text for the night and that's it. You don't yeah. have to like worry about it again until yeah. tomorrow. Whereas like now we go to sleep and she's there, you know, you go to, you wake up sometimes. No, she's <laughs> what? <laughs> no, if you're on the couch or something, you sleep on the couch. No, we don't sleep. I, it's never that bad. Oh, that'd be nice. But wouldn't it? my point is that like, it, it's, you know, the, the, Sure, you know you get to live the fantasy when you're long distance yeah. because you're just like you never imagine the the low points because you literally just have like when you're long distance you just have your sounding board. Yeah. Whereas like you had a bad day, you could just text this person or call this person, like mm-hmm. whatever, and then you hang up the phone and then you're like kind of done for the night. You can go have your own space or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But when you're with the person, you're constantly working on the relationship, and it leads to, you know. Uh, fights and it leads to but Lex and I didn't have like when she got off the plane we weren't fighting <laughs> you know we, we were like ha- like did she get even said that when we were watching this did yeah you she get her was flowers? Like, I did yeah oh I had them I had them waiting for her at home you bought them two weeks ago because they were cheaper because they were yeah I bought- <laughs> <laughs> they were slightly she used. got them as they were wilting yeah yeah <laughs> I bought they them crumbled in her hands <laughs> I think I bought them the morning of and I put nice. them in like a vase and I had them I had them in the room when she nice. came in so she I didn't have them at the airport maybe he should have done that he could have been like could be like where's the flowers and he could have been like uh they're in they're at home <laughs> and send a quick text to mom something yeah <laughs> Pick some up flowers whore. some sort of, but this is like what goes to show that this is just a person who's like completely inept he's inept he like, he the, doesn't understand that like maybe you should make a good impression day right. one and it's your it's it's your woman like you're you're supposed to like 
It's a relationship. You've got to make the person feel special at least yeah. sometimes. And Especially day one. Day one. Yeah, day exactly. One. Day one, day she's one, getting off the plane she from re- Brazil. She changed up her life for you. Yeah. She left. She right. left a country where she knows everyone right. to come to a country where she knows no one. Right. So I'm on. I'm usually on the person traveling uh, to the place, but I will say there's another couple that we haven't talked about. Uh, Ashley and Jay. Ashley is a 33-year-old. Oh, from them. Yeah, we haven't seen much from them, but Ashley's a 33-year-old smoke. Uh, single mom of two kids. She's been engaged several times. Yes. Both times, she she left the men because she found out they were cheating on her. Yeah. So she's like, you know what? It's a pattern. I, I'm not going to be pushed around anymore. <laughs> yeah, so I'm yeah. going to, you know what? I'm going to get engaged to a 20 year old Jamaican man yeah, who yeah. I met on vacation. Yeah. And uh, they meet certainly. And uh, he proposed at a club in Jamaica on stage in front of everyone. And and it is interesting. For a 33-year-old woman to date young. Now, I, I criticize anyone dating 13 years younger than themselves. I, I say this, and my girlfriend is nine years younger than me. Right. But I Not will 13, say, though. <laughs> no, but I will say there's a difference in the woman being 33 and the man being 20. Men are fucking disgusting. Yeah. When they're 20 years old, I, I, I hope if I ever have a daughter, she's a lesbian or she doesn't date anyone until they're 30 yeah. because they're all disgusting and people in Caribbean countries. I'm Puerto Rican. Everybody I know who's 20 in the Caribbean, I wouldn't... Don't, don't fuck them. Don't yeah. fuck them. Because there's this weird machismo thing in a lot of these places. And in episode two or three, I think, they go to Jamaica and they see this dude's... Uh, they see his dad. They see uh, Jay's dad. And Jay's dad is called like the pussy hound or something. <laughs> Literally, he has some crazy name. Pussy like, God. No, no. He has some crazy nickname like this. It's like a horrifying nickname and they bleep it out so much so that I, I had to like play it over to see what they were talking about. Like his yeah. nickname is like the pussy nut. And b- because he, he, I think they say because he'd be nutting in that pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like it's something crazy. And then you see the guy and he's like the scuzziest 45 year old dude. Yeah. He's scuzzy as hell. And uh, that is the person that she's bringing up, which is fine. More power to her. But I, I will say, Buyer beware. Yeah, right. Buyer beware. If you're a 33-year-old woman dating a 20-year-old man, buyer beware. Yeah. You should know better. But you know what? Love knows no age. And she needs to learn her mistakes. I suppose that's true. Yeah. So here's the thing then. Is it... Is it a certain personality that is drawn to... Like, forget the show. Yes. Right? Forget... This seem, This is a show that I've I was watching... And one of the few times where we've been watching these reality shows where I've sort of forgotten that it's a reality show. Yes. I'm so invested yes. in the people and the story and the absurdity of the storylines. Yes. That it's sort of, it doesn't feel highly produced. It honestly doesn't feel like the producers have to do anything no, to like craft the storyline. There's some little moments of like they're having people reproduce things, they're having people do things, but it just seems like they're following their life. And just seeing what happens. You know it, what I mean? It sort of seems like the producers show up day one and they're just like, these people are freaks. We're going to get all we need the pretty quickly. The first episode is shot over a day and a half. That's only a day and a half the first episode. Right. So I don't think the I don't think they even shoot that long because they get so much material out of like, you know, five days or something. That out of one airport visit. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. airport visit was incredible. That was right. 10 minutes of, of material. Right. And as long as the cameras are it, rolling, yeah, yeah, you just have this, this body language between these two... People that should not be together. Yeah. So the question then becomes like, are you more judgmental of the 
women in these situations? Because it seems like I feel like it's truthfully harder for a woman to be a real loser. <laughs> Do you agree with that? Um, I've met a few. I've met a few. But I, like, like I, I look think at women. It's I think women I'm, are better I'm, in general. So. When I'm watching this. Uh huh. Even the women that are making sort of like the dumb decisions, like Ashley, and and, and let me just say one quick thing. I, I'm not. I, I don't want to generalize for the, the Caribbean for black men. I'm just saying this particular guy. He says my dad is a player and it's a big deal and it's it's a sign of respect in Jamaica. He says this. Yeah. So please keep in mind, I'm not being a monster. Yeah. This is what this family oh, says. Oh, you're gonna say the N word, aren't you? No, you son oh. of a bitch. <laughs> I haven't said that in. So, uh, <laughs> no, no. So I'm saying for this family, this is like this family, this dude, this is like a, a train wreck. This guy is known as like a, you know, Pussy he, he fucks around. He's 20 yeah. years old. He does what a 20 year old does. Right. Okay. So go on. Well, my whole point was like, so, so this, that couple in particular, yeah. the girl, can the woman be the dummy? The, the woman is sort of like the, the, the lead. Yes. Whereas it feels like the rest of the couples, the only other couple where the woman is, sort of the main focus and then the person is coming to live with her yeah is the is kalani kalani right yeah. who doesn't her circ her circumstances are different she got pregnant and she's trying to like raise the right. child with the father really this what's the blonde woman's name oh uh the blonde oh, oh it's ashley ashley so ashley has no real like like ties to this jamaican guy like the, if they broke up it Nothing would happen. They yeah, would just they get along, but if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Where there's no child involved. There's yeah. no like there are no greater stakes at the moment. You know, but that's another thing that's not. He's 20 years old. He's gonna be a stepdad to two kids. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot. Wait, to, does she have kids? She has two children. Oh yeah. shit! I didn't even hear. I missed that. They're completely. not on camera, but they show a quick photo of them and blur out their faces. Oh, I so didn't even know I, that. I guess she probably was like, "I'll be on the show, but my children will not be on the show." Okay. All right. So he's also gonna be a stepdad to two children. So now. She, even though she is painted as like the lead yeah. in that little storyline, mm -hmm. all of the women are still sort of playing down to these men. Yes, that sort of aren't ready for them <laughs> no. in a lot of ways. Right? Would you agree? Yes. Like it doesn't seem like any of the men should even be involved with. The only guy that's like semi there is the dude who is the, the guy in North Fernanda. Carolina. Yeah, yeah, Jonathan Fernando. Jonathan is like a... He's got a house, I think. He's a real estate broker. He yeah. has a house. He, he's he got things going for they him. They might he's be the only dork. couple who actually are like in love for yeah. pure reasons. But the problem is he's 32, she's 19. Right. And I mean, I mean what? It, it's once again, it's, it, it's such an age difference. And, and it's an age difference at the wrong part of your life. Age difference... Is uh, fine. Forget age difference. Like, it is a huge age difference. But sure. on top of that, it's an age difference that crosses international lines. Yeah. Like, it's not even like, hey, remember uh, Darkwing Duck? That was a cool <laughs> show. And she's like, what? She's... He says that, and she's like, okay? Well, it's not even that. It's that... It's age difference is fine when depending on the when the age difference is. If you're 35 and the person's 13 years older than you, guess yeah. what? I think you guys are going to be fine because... You're mature. You can figure your shit out. You know how to pay a bill. But when you're 19, I didn't know how to pay a bill. I kind of don't now anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, there's so much I didn't know yeah. at 19. And what the fuck am I going to do in a marriage? You know right. what I mean? It's just too much. It, it, it's the wrong time to have the age difference. Sure. 
So, but so going back to this long-winded question that I'm trying to get at, please uh, make it long, more long-winded. Are we more critical of the men who are painted as these guys falling for this woman who probably doesn't really like them but mm-hmm. needs a visa, wants to be here, or are we more critical of the women who are, you know, maybe they are coming here for the visa, whatever, and settling for these losers? Yeah, or Best case scenario, giving them the benefit of the doubt, settling for these guys that they, I guess, kind of like, but by all accounts are kind of, they're reaching down. Yes. Are we more, who one are we more critical of? A settler and the other one is a reacher. A reacher. Yes. Okay. So, uh, sure. <laughs> who am I more critical of? I think the guys, I think if the guys were cooler, even if the, like the majority of the guys are ugly, even if uh, two of them are attractive, uh, Jonathan and Jay from Jamaica are both attractive dudes. But if they didn't suck, this wouldn't be an issue. Right. They would, they would come here and just have a great marriage. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe it would work out, but it, it, it you're compounding it by also being a, a piece of shit. You're also right. like cheap. You're also lazy. You're also like, you haven't thought things through. You're also like not patient with people. Well, like what other than the visa? What does that dude Colt have to offer this Brazilian girl? Nothing. 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 Right? Nothing. It's not even like, dude. Like we, you can look at the Bachelor, and you know you can rip on the guys, make fun of them. This guy's a loser. This guy, sure, whatever. Sure. To a degree, they all have something to offer. Something. Yeah. You know, at the very least, it's a pleasant face to look up right. during sex. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Yeah. Whereas Colt, I don't know what he has. I don't know what he has. He has citizenship. And I, I, I don't really blame the, the girl for wanting to get the fuck out of Brazil. And I don't either. But like, also, it's like, I mean, that one's got to be strictly. It's not going to work out. I need a I, visa. There's no way it's going to work out. And I don't. You know what? Shoot your shot. I Good for her. But I. It. it it's compounded by him b- just being a dud. Yeah. I- if he was cool, maybe it'd work out, but he's not. So I don't feel bad for these guys. I really don't. What about Jamaican guy? Jamaican. I think Jamaican guy, he says at one point he, he's getting a haircut. He goes, so he, he's in the middle of like Nowheresville. He's, he's near like Gettysburg, Pennsylvania or someplace. Yeah. So he, or, uh, he, he's, in, uh, what's the play? Oh, it's, it's Mechanisburg, Pennsylvania. And, uh, a lot of Bergs. Yeah. A lot of Bergs. Yeah. Uh, and so he, he literally is told through like a friend of a friend, he's like, there's a barbershop with black people in it. And he's like, Oh my God. So he finds it and he goes there and he meets like two or three barbers. They're very funny. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're just asking him like, would you be here if like, would you be marrying her if, if it wasn't tied to citizenship? And he goes, no, not at all. Really? Yeah. So it's very obvious what he's there for. He wants to just come to the States and I don't blame him. But he's jumping into a very shitty situation of a woman who's like a single mom of two kids and you're 20. You know what I mean? It's not going to work out. I have no faith in this. And there's so wait, right- do you have more respect then for him being honest about it? Yeah, he's honest. Because I feel like the like the women were not going to necessarily, if that's their main motivation, are probably not going to be like open about that. Right? Uh, like Brazilian girl. <laughs> Brazilian girl. At what point not. is going to is was she going to be like, yeah, I'm only here for... The citizenship. She will. She will never tell him. I'm not gonna say that, yeah, right? No. That's weird, man. This is a real fun social experiment to watch. I'm loving it. Yeah, it's fun, dude. It because it it 
you see people, you have to sort of guess their intentions. Yeah. You really have, and it's like life, man. There's so many people where you, you see two people get married and you're just like, what do these two people do and get it? Like, like she's, she only likes him cause he's got money. Right. Yeah. Like very clearly gotta be right. Yeah. It feels I mean, like I real see life. that every day. <laughs> Whenever you see an ugly bald guy with a hot girl, just imagine the amount like, of money. Yo, he must be a movie producer. Yeah, yeah. Or the nicest man alive. I mean, even that is like. <laughs> no, no, no. Girls are good people. They're willing to look that over. Okay. I mean, here's the difference between g- girls and guys. You'll see a girl with like a like a schlubby bald guy, but you'll never see a guy like a smoke show guy. With like a bald woman. Right? Unless they were together and she got cancer. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. But no, overall, the quality of person you are means almost nothing. <laughs> You're just so fucking dark. <laughs> the quality of person you are means almost nothing. I, if you're I a disagree. No. To it, a male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a female to a male. I yes. don't mean I don't mean that's not my that's not my opinion he says winking at me very no, hard that is just my that is my opinion of how men um in general what they look for in yes. a woman it's not whether you're a good person or not i i it's important to me but i'd say that like 90 percent of the population of men are like huh, what yes i don't fucking care yeah you know but that doesn't mean you should be a bad girl <laughs> a bad girl <laughs> Bad girl, you Riri. Should, you know, be uh, you know, do you and and try to be as nice as possible. But just know, in the long run, you're you are doing that for yourself and for God, because <laughs> men won't care for God if you believe in God. I don't. Yeah. But mm. All right. uh, well, I know we got a lot of listeners that uh, a lot of Latinos. And yeah, yeah. They're uh, they love Jesus. Yeah. We we don't need to do more. <laughs> Justin is looking at the time. Oh, uh, we can talk about uh, Amanda Burns. Uh, I don't even whatever. So we're gonna. Re- I definitely want to re- revisit uh, 90 Day Fiance. We will as as the season goes on. Yeah, I, it's I, a very fascinating show. We I'm also, in love with the show. We gotta keep. We gotta give you guys some updates on uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out of season right now, but I think Vanderpump comes back next month. Yeah, my mom said we have to watch Vanderpump. Vanderpump and, is the big one. Uh, I think we may have my mom as a guest and my little cousin as a guest. Because really. It, they're both very funny. My mom. Wow, who's handling the booking for our show? <laughs> well, we have a fun guest next week. A very exciting. That's guest. true. We are scheduled to have Mara Merrick of the Happy we're having, After podcast. We're having a devil's threesome with uh, Mara Merrick. Uh, you said that. Mara that. Merrick is her name. She's lovely, but uh, um, um, are you not participating I in the devil's threesome? No, I can't. Is there a reason why you wouldn't do it? Yeah, I, I mean, we're open. obviously not going to have a threesome, but I'm just saying, would you have a devil's threesome with somebody? Just yeah. like as a matter of fact, general thing. Yeah, like let's say you're single, and a girl was like, "I want you, and I want this guy, both of you guys, to fuck me." Would you do it, dude? The girl would have to be like, it would, ha- it have to be, like a man, like Anne Hathaway or something. Anne Hathaway, that's the fucking name you come up with. Oh, like God. is that really the hottest girl? Like she'd have to be like, I don't know. Emma Stone. <laughs> I like women Anne with Hathaway. class. Anne Hathaway. She's attractive, but I, she's not. Uh, I'm going to stick my dick uh, uh, two inches away from an- another dick attractive. I have some intel that makes me think otherwise. What? From me? About me? No. About oh. Anne Hathaway. What is the intel about Anne, about Anne Hathaway? All right. I cannot confirm my source on this. <laughs> but. Well, 
be careful because we will be sued for libel. I'm, I'm joking. Just tell me oh. the fucking thing. <laughs> I, I know a person uh-huh. who used to date Jason Sudeikis. Okay. And apparently when he was on SNL and Anne Hathaway host, hosted, they fucked. Sudeikis and Anne Hathaway fucked? This is the rumor. Okay. And uh, uh, according to the rumor, <laughs> allegedly, Anne Hathaway is into like, like butt plugs and like oh. all sorts of like you mean she's cool yeah that's exactly <laughs> what i mean I think wow she's i think you're gonna too. tell me something interesting you just told me a person who i thought was pretty cool is cooler yeah well yeah or as we say in spanish coolie <laughs> means butt culo 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 we're gonna build a wall yeah around yeah. her butt and i'm gonna be Get inside your and you're gonna be on the other side all right we gotta go uh, thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, please shout us out if you think Mike should have a devil's threesome, uh, a devil's handshake with another man, me being that other man, and Anne Hathaway being in the middle. Shout us I would, out. I would consider it if it was Anne, <laughs> it was Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. That is so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, you don't think Anne Hathaway's hot? She's hot, but it's just it's not the person I would think of a threesome. Like it, it's it's like jarring. You know, it's like. Uh, I would have a threesome if it was like Rachel McAdams and you know what I mean? It's just like I think about it with Rachel McAdams. I, I just it's too classy. I, I want somebody like No, I need that. Ugh. Would you want the the other guy to be a friend or do you want it to be a stranger? And do you want the person to be more attractive, the same attractive or less attractive than you? These are I things I've know, thought about. Man. I've never had one, but I don't think I'd want to do it. I think I'd be too uncomfortable. But let's say you guys are drinking, Anne Hathaway, you know, she's pouring wine down your throat and then there's another guy there and you both are sort of like necking her. Why would we both be necking her? Because it's just a crazy party. You guys are on like, I don't know, you guys are on pot. <laughs> I don't know. I've done pot twice in my life. It's really, I, I don't know how it works, but uh, maybe it, it, it loosens. I think I'd say no. I think there's wow. no way to rationalize. Even Anne Hathaway, your dream girl. Oh, I think your dream wh- butthole girl. My move would be, I think I'd have to be the cool guy and walk away. <laughs> I'd be like, if you want to do that, go ahead. But I'm out of here. I'm out, Anne. And then I'd hope that Anne would be so turned on by me saying no. Yeah. That she would just. She would leave the other guy. And just be like, I got to go fuck that guy. Yeah. The yeah. guy who told me no. Wow. This is. You have some imagination. You've got to get into the psychology of how people think. And that's how you avoid having sex with a man and a woman when you can really get away with just having sex with a woman. Oh, my God. You are so not fun. No. Well, uh, thank you guys. (laughs) Review and subscribe to the podcast, please. Our podcast, please. If If you can confirm or deny the rumor... Mike just said, please let us know. We love you. Please tune in next week. We have a very exciting guest. I love you all. Please join us again next week. I'm at Mike Coscarelli on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Justin Perez on Twitter and at the Fartbox on Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.